All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our other episode. And today we're going to talk about the movie news left and right, because we have a lot to cover. So without any further ado, let's get into it. As you may know, Avengers 4 trailer was supposed to drop. And according to one rumor, it didn't drop mainly because it was um, the funeral of George H.W. Bush. May he rest in peace. Now, however, we else heard that, you know, the trailer would follow and release on Friday. So we're still holding out hope to actually see it happen. But so far, we, we just, we're just hearing, you know, rumors left and right with nothing to back it up. So they say the first trailer will drop Monday, sorry, Friday morning. Word is they held off on dropping it today in honor of President Bush. Okay, very cool, but how do we even know if this is going to actually happen? I mean, it, what's kind of a, you know, proof for us? It, it always comes out and people say, it's going to release today, it's going to release today, or 14th of December, this, yeah, it will release. And, you know, that's just, that's just rumors. So, don't go thinking too much into it. Don't believe it without, you know, basically, uh, we see it with real proof. However, they, it might actually happen. However, we also had the new Captain Marvel trailer, which changed her origins from the comic books. We also saw her cat, though we are not sure if it's the same cat as the comics. And on the other hand, we saw her going Super Saiyan. And yeah, I don't know what were they thinking, but she actually went Super Saiyan. And seeing how she went Super Saiyan, I'm thinking that maybe it's best we don't have a Dragon Ball movie anymore. Because it looked fake. Seriously fake. And besides, it's difficult portraying Super Saiyans. I mean, these guys are kind of a guys that, you know, should be there on the screen as long as possible. Because, you know, they just went Super Saiyan, they want to fight somebody. So it should look a little bit more natural. And, well, that's anime. The hair just stays that way. It doesn't even move. But imagine if it's a movie and it doesn't move. Then you're going to be like, wow, that's a good hair product. Nice one. So, we don't know. Uh, we don't know if it's going to work on Hollywood anymore or not, but I'm not holding out hope. You also may know that My Hero Academia is having a Hollywood adaptation, and I'm like, oh, come on, please don't. Anyhow, let's continue with the news. Aquaman has been getting rave pre-reviews. At, at least that's how it looks. Many, 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 many people have been saying that the movie's fantastic. It's a cross between The Lord of the Rings and Avatar. They've been saying that the movie is fantastic. Uh, they say the world is huge. The visuals are stunning. And it should be seen on IMAX because of the scope. They say that the movie is silly and it embraces, embraces that silliness to the max. So it seems that the movie is doing really well. Good job, James Wan. However... One thing I think James Wan did that would be a huge slap to the face to Warner Brothers is that when a reporter asked Jason Momoa, uh, when does the movie start? Is it after Justice League? Is it uh, two weeks after it, immediately after? Jason Momoa says that in Zack Snyder's cut, we see Jason hop on back of a truck because he wants to go and see his dad. We actually... I think we've seen that kind of a scene uh, from Zack and his pictures. And I think we did see it in the trailer one time. I'm not sure. 
But at least it seems like, you know, James Wan embraced that ending for Aquaman. And I'm very thankful to him. I mean, finally, someone acknowledged that, you know, Zack's vision is the main one. I'm not even going to get into the whole debate that how amazing these movies would have been, the way they were connected with Steppenwolf appearing as a final boss in Suicide Squad, defeating the Suicide Squad themselves so that, you know, he would be free to move to go to Justice League movie where he would fight and things would happen and blah, blah, blah. And wow, that, that idea was amazing. It would have been dark, but it would have been amazing. I don't know what the hell is wrong with Warner Brothers, but they messed it up. And I'm just very happy that James Wan actually acknowledged that ending that Zack put in for Aquaman and used it as a starting point for his movie. Whereas he could have ignored it and put his own. So we're very thankful. However, it seems like that Aquaman is having a great time currently uh, in uh, box office as well. Well, while it is not yet released, it's very close, by the way. But the fact is that it seems that this movie would have the biggest opening for a superhero movie in China, at least from American movies. So this is a fantastic news. It seems like, you know, Aquaman would be off to a great start. People are loving it. So not only is it becoming a critical darling, it seems that in box office ways, it will be even more amazing. It seems that many people are excited for it. In fact, many reviewers just said that they can't wait to see it for a second time. So I really can't wait to see its score. It seems like it's a really good movie. And to be honest, I like it. Many also said that it doesn't feel like a Marvel Phase 1 movie. In fact, it looks evolved from that, which is, again, a really good news. Uh, so that's a very good news for Aquaman. Do avoid spoilers and clips so that you will be surprised. I have been doing it. Uh, also, we heard that Shazam will have a new trailer at the end of the week. We also heard Spider-Man Far From Home will have a trailer. This is all when Avengers 4 still doesn't have a title, regardless of your trailer. Still doesn't have a title. So, that's really bad. Let's just hope it finally gets the trailer. Also, Shazam has a new exclusive poster for CCXP 2018. The poster looks very much like a comic book cover. However, it, while it looks really nice, the eyes, oh my, the eyes, it looks like a snake eye. So, <laughs> I don't know why, it just looks to me that way, but otherwise it's a gorgeous thing. Uh, we also heard that from um, many outlets that uh, Star Wars Episode Nine will reuse the helmet for Kylo Ren. In fact, we actually have a concept based on these rumors, and it actually be cool to see it like that. And we also heard a lot of stuff about it, like, you know, what's going to happen, what's not going to happen. These are mostly rumors, so I'm not going to entertain them. However, Kevin Smith says he has seen the movie, and he says it's fantastic and made him cry. I have a question for him. How did you even see the movie? Is the movie done with the principal photography? Is it done with visual effects? How did you see it? At least tell us something. However, he says it's amazing. Now, something that must be noted is that I think LucasArts would be uh, Lucasfilm and Disney would be very happy to just simply, you know, ignore episode 8 
for the most part. In fact, we even heard Andy Serkis say that Snoke may actually return. So it seems to me that J.J. Abrams was brought back because they didn't want to risk the vision since um, basically it was screwed up with the 8th episode. So I think they're doing their best to ignore that episode and to give Abrams the freedom to make his own vision so that it can end with his vision and start with his vision as it did. And I'm very excited for it. And to be honest, uh, the 8th episode wasn't exactly... I know this is an unpopular opinion, but hear me out. It didn't look terrible. It, it looked at things realistically, not in a fantastical way. So let's not push it off, uh, brush it off as a bad movie. It used its own vision, realistic vision. Of course, someone like Kylo Ren might put up the helmet. Though it might be stupid, like, you know, it can protect his face, of course, but that stupid voice, he might actually put it off for that. That can be one of the reasons. For example, Snoke's death, it was super realistic in the way that, you know, usually in fantastic movies, you know, fantasy movies, it just happens in a blitz and he knows what's going on and then he starts to fight. This one ought to show that this can happen. You can kill the bad guy in one fell sweep. And just realize this for one second, that usually when we see movies like this, we're like, why didn't they do this? They could have killed him in one second. Remember Thanos? Many people said, oh, if he hadn't punched him in the face, they would have won. Well, this is Snoke. We just went out and said, oh, there's nothing that we can say because he did what we would have thought he would have. Yeah. That seems really bad. I know it just hurts to say it, but they did it. I mean, just think about it. They went on and said that, okay, you guys think that, you know, Snoke could have been killed by this lightsaber if he hadn't noticed. And they said, okay, let's make it a reality. And they killed him. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that episode 9 won't have any retcon. It will have a lot of retcon, apparently. And they're going to pay homage to Carrie Fisher. Uh, God rest her soul, in a good way. They actually, there's many sources saying that the movie actually pays a great homage to her and uses her in a beautiful way. Next on, Lego Batman 2 is in the works. The Lego Batman movie was a great movie. I loved it. And it seems like it will have a sequel. Also, also, speaking of retcons, it seems that Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn won't have her Suicide Squad tattoo tattoos in uh birds of prey i'm not even gonna say the full title is so so much it reminds me of the title from uh dr strangelove and blah 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 it was a huge title by the way so it seems like they won't use those tattoos and that's a great idea i'm i'm down with this so let's just say hooray so that we won't say those see those stupid tattoos anymore it's a great thing that they're doing, and I'm very happy for it. And thank God they forgo for that kind of stupid tattoos. They, they were really awful. I mean, some of them were really cool, but the rest of them were like, you know, what the hell? Why is this movie like that? So, um, very happy that this is happening. I'm very thankful that this guy knows at least what's going to, you know, what makes fans happy so let's hope that you know these tattoos goes away and let's hope that the retcon goes very nicely 
also, uh, <laughs> we heard that, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal, we didn't hear, we actually saw it on his Instagram, that he's teasing his role as Mysterio. He actually thinks we don't know his Mysterio, but come on, dude, come on. And we already know, we saw you. Um, on the other hand, uh, we think that in the trailer we might actually see Mysterio with the helmet. However, we're not sure. I mean, this is Marvel. They can, you know, just put the helmet away. However, I will also be doing a review of Doomsday Clock number 8, I think, just came. Uh, it came on sale today, so I'm going to review that as well. Uh, also, I'm going to review Venom movie. And because, you know, I just got the Blu-ray version. Uh, by Blu-ray version, I basically mean I... Uh, went ahead, got it on digital HD, and downloaded it with a good quality. And I'm going to watch it. I'm going to give you my review. And um, just basically going to go ahead and say how it was, how I liked it. reason I'm doing this review so late is because I usually wait for a Blu-ray release or digital HD release before doing any sort of review. So that it you know, coincides with that for many people who might not have seen the movie. However, the movie is still going strong in China, if you don't believe me. It got an extended run in China, and it has made over $850 million so far. Can it actually beat Spider-Man Far From Home? Unlikely. Given the stage the movie's here now, it's difficult for it to do, but this extended run might actually help. So expect the movie to maybe, maybe break the record for... Spider-Man Far From Home. However, even the fact that Venom came so far and it's the most pro profitable Spider-Man movie of all time so far, it still puts a huge dent in Marvel's plans to get back every single Spider-Man property from Sony. It just goes on to show that people actually love these kinds of movies and we might actually not see it at the hands of Marvel anytime soon. However, I'm happy for one reason and that reason is that these characters usually don't end up well in the hands of Marvel because they like to make them really child and kid-friendly. Speaking of kid-friendly, Daredevil, as you all know, was cancelled again. Like, we're being disappointed every now and again. So, this series, we thought that, you know, the problem was that it wasn't on demand, people didn't like it. But according to one source, that is false. In fact, the movie was the uh, sorry. In fact, the series was the fourth most demanded series uh, on Netflix after Stranger Things and Nachos. Did I say correctly? Was the movie named Nachos? Because that seems kind of a uh, Nachos. Sorry. Wow, that was so racist. I'm so sorry. Nachos, uh, Stranger Things, and another one. It seems like this is the fourth most on demand series on Netflix. So. Netflix didn't cancel it out of basically not being profitable. They canceled it because Disney wants these shows for its own platform. So Disney Plus is the reason. Be mad at Disney, not Netflix. So we, I guess we have to wait. Also, also you can go and watch Flash episode 100 for free, stream it for free on CW application. Simply because it's the 100th episode, you can go and stream it for free on CW. Go nuts. I have yet to watch it, but I'm very excited about it. 
because it's the 100th episode. I don't even remember how the 100th episode for Arrow went. I think it featured Deathstroke. I'm not sure. So let's hope this is actually a good one. Thank you guys for joining us. Like I said, today we will have a review of Doomsday Clock number 8. Uh, we also will have a review of uh, Venom probably. Not sure if it's going to come out today. Maybe it comes out tomorrow. Uh, also, Assassin's Creed, Hidden Blade, the first episode. I will do my best review of today, but one thing is certain. I will review Doomsday Clock number 8, with spoilers, most probably, depends. I will warn you when I begin. Next thing that we're going to do is that, don't forget, tonight is the Game Awards. For those of you who would like to know when it's going on, 8.30 p.m. EDT, Eastern Daytime, I think. That's what it is, Eastern Daytime. So, if you'd like to know what... When this is happening in your time zone, simply go to Google, put in 8.30 p.m. EDT, and you'll know. For me, it's 5 a.m. Boy, oh boy, I have to get up really early to watch this. And then I have to sleep at 10 o'clock in the morning. Anywho, guys, thank you for joining us today. I'm very happy that you guys keep listening in and keep supporting me. I'm very thankful and I hope that my content will get better and better so that you guys can enjoy things even more. If you have any opinions, any criticisms, anything, just simply let me know. Don't worry, I'm not going to get mad. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept any kind of negative things or positive things if you have to say, which makes me very happy. Also, please support me. Please go on and subscribe on uh, anywhere that you're listening this podcast from. I hope you give me a good review on them. It's appreciated. I'm not going to tell you what kind of review to give me, but give it your honest opinion. Um, also, just simply spread the word if you actually like this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm very thankful to you guys, and I'll see you guys very, very soon later on today. Thank you for joining.